podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. everyone to the basement bookers podcast my name is jerry and here with me always every week for the rest of your lives rich deriz hi In this podcast we talk about wrestling we talk about wrestling with the wwe mostly but guess what lately there's been so much good wrestling this is gonna be your fourth stop shop right here we want we got aew we got nwa power Maybe, maybe you might hear a little bit about Total Divas. Who knows? We, we talk about video games. We talk about whatever. Mostly, here we go. Basement Booker's podcast. What is a Basement Booker? Well, hold on. So, would the third be NXT if the fourth is WWE? I meant we're the fourth stop shop. Right. Because we're not your first stop shop. Oh. Oh, I podcast. thought there were four stops that we make on. Yeah. Um, I was trying to, what's the word, okay. be humble, self-deprecating, right, okay. if you will. I missed it. Or self-deprecating, since there's two units. What is a basement booker, Rich, or is? Uh, in the general definition of a basement booker is sort of the wrestling version of an armchair quarterback. He's going to sit back, he's going to watch the product, then he's going to go onto the social media and complain about how he would do things differently, how this guy is screwing everything up, how that guy is screwing everything up, how Vince needs to friggin' retire already, Triple H needs to take over, but no Kevin Dunn, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. It's a lot of talk. Also, it's two guys who spent their formative years in a basement. So That is more <laughs> us, specifically. Yeah, so that's why this that's this podcast. Just in case you ask yourself, what... What is this that I found? What qualifies these two guys? Well, we've spent a lot of time in basements, and we com- talk about wrestling a lot. That's right. And we're and before anybody can call us basement bookers, we've decided that that's what we are. We've taken the power. We have the power right here, and we're going to do it together as one. The only podcast with more than one second series premiere here we go. There we go. <laughs> One more time. Let's jump on into it. That's right. So what we like to do before we start to get into the wonderful, glorious, amazing world of professional wrestling filled with superheroes. Because you will believe a superhero is real when you watch Ricochet. Yes. As everybody keeps trying to hammer into your brain <laughs> on Monday Night Raw. That's the tagline, uh, damn it. We like to talk about our lives, so this is the uh, boo and yeah segment, obviously. If you're booing something, you don't like it, it's not great. It's a yeah, you cheer, you triumph, it feels pretty pretty good, it's a positive. And neither have to be wrestling related. That's right. In my case, my boo is not. I don't know what my yeah is yet, I'll get back to that. But well, my it boo, looks like you're starting us off with your boo. I'm going to start us off on a boo. Going back to work after vacation. Now, for me, like I tried, I, I know how I am. I really tried to keep, uh, to sort of stay on my normal schedule. Because I know that if, you know, if I wait until like Saturday... Or rather, in this case, uh, I went back to work on Wednesday. So if I wait until like Monday, it's like, all right. So Monday night is raw. I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to bed late. So I'm gonna get up late. 
Tuesday, I can set myself up. No, I, like the whole time, I have to stay as close to my normal routine as possible. I tried, but I guess I've just needed sleep. And like every day, I couldn't. I couldn't get up before ten o'clock on my vacation. And so this past since Wednesday, it's just been dragging. I stopped bringing a Red Bull to work because I figure if I'm just going to have a coffee. 20 minutes after I have a Red Bull, maybe I should just skip the Red Bull. Maybe you should skip the Red Bull. So I'm saying. So I ha- so I haven't been bringing that. Um, and I don't attribute this to that, but I've been dead tired at work all week. To the point where this morning I woke up, I'm like, I can't do this today. And I called out. I'm like, I, I, was, I-, I was feeling so run down. I started feeling, actually even last night, I started feeling a little bit of a sore throat. Um, you know how like... You get that little bit of swelling in the back. So I was getting that. And I'm like, no, nah, let me let me take a break. I know I have the weekend, but let me still take Friday off. Just because like there's so much going on today. There's so many things that need to get done. Let me rest. So my boo is not being able to stay on schedule. So that's on me. Do you want to give us gonna, a boo or a yeah? So I can... I'm going to see if I'm going to raise your boo to a yeah because i find that if you put too much negativity back to back then it has a way of creeping into people's eardrums and then like a worm eating away and leaving holes in it Mm. that kind of make you want to kill yourself so let's do the yeah yeah just to raise the roof for everyone so i purchased uh the outer worlds today which is a really cool game it's from obsidian entertainment if you like fallout Three, if you like Fallout New Vegas, if you like the best Fallouts, this game is for you. Uh, it's great, like, character customization. Uh, you know, you can lie to people to get through stuff. It's, it's, it's a lot of dialogue in it. A lot of, like, I'm barely into it, but there's a lot of NPCs to talk to and, uh, it's kind of, it's cool. Uh, it's kind of like, I would say, like a space western a little bit. Mm. Um, but yeah, totally totally cool i bought that the release date um so just to check it out and just to remind the listeners what was it called again the outer worlds hmm. the outer worlds if you haven't heard of it you know you're gonna hear about it it's gonna be on all your commercials it's not open open world like fallout is but like there's planets and they're open it's like smaller open world places it's not like a giant sandbox but there's like little sandboxes i don't know how to but anyway check it out that's it's got my my approval so far and now and then i i serve to you now and now you have to do your yeah my yeah and then i'll bring it back with the boo but it won't be that bad of a boo okay cool don't worry about it my yeah is that I managed to stay as productive as I wanted to be over my vacation. Uh, every day I had, there, there was something, there, was, there were a lot of things I wanted to get done around the house. I didn't get them all done. But I managed to accomplish at least one thing every day. So, productivity. Was one of the days put on pants? Uh, the days that I had to go somewhere and be seen by the general public? Yes. Okay, cool. In fact, I, I, I think I mentioned last week I went up to visit my friends in Malta, which is a suburb of Albany. Yeah, you did, and we don't have to go back into it. We don't? Awesome. All right. Uh, my boo 
is uh, <laughs> um it's kind of related to entertainment. I watched Zombieland 2 Double Tap and if you liked if you liked the first Zombieland and you want to watch the same movie but it's 10 years later and maybe something's different with characters then this is the movie for you. Mm. Was it the movie for me? Because <laughs> it was fine the first time. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're doing here. What are you going to do? You're going to put the same movie out in another five years? Like, what are we doing? No maybe. thanks. Hard pass. And that is my boo. Shame on you, Zombie Land 2. Double tap. More like double nap. Missed nap, maybe. <laughs> which would be just go to sleep instead. <sighs> it's all right. A lot of wrestling this week. There's a lot of wrestling every week. There is. We all we both watched a lot of wrestling. I watched everything but Impact and I watched everything. Oli. I didn't have a chance to watch Oli. I'll probably watch. And tomorrow. I don't count Impact in anything. <laughs> I know. It's just not for me. I guess. Like they had like Impact has good talent, and for the last I I was. Regularly watching Impact, the writing was good. How long is Impact? Two hours. Sorry about that, but my arm fell. Sorry. It didn't take... It's too weak. Mm. Um, like, NWA Power is an hour, and they have far less resources than Impact, but it's better than anything I've ever seen of theirs. There like, you- I like it better, because it's, it's so, it's so, like, it's warm... It's it feels small, but like you got like these these characters that are like all this is like this. He's like a Ric Flair character, but like he's like now so good. He's like the best like champion right now. I feel like Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis yeah. is probably the best champion right now because <laughs> the way he carries himself, like he's more believable than a Seth Rollins. Like it almost he makes. Except for like Brock Lesnar, he makes these other champions look like they're cosplaying as like wrestlers in a comic book. Yeah, it's like they're they're trying to be they go to conventions dressed as comic book characters that happen to be wrestlers. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. But Nick Aldis is like he's got the he's got the he's got the bodyguard, the insurance policy with him. He's got he's got the cool clothes. He, he doesn't have to outright just be like a default, like regular second rate heel. He could go out and he could say, he could destroy his opponent verbally, but he doesn't. Right. He puts over Tim Storm every week. Cause he beat him. And that's how you, it's like, that makes, like, if I beat you and mm-hmm. you're like great, it's like, yeah, you beat this great man. If you just, you know. I don't have to go through this. We we all know what I'm talking about. It's so good. The, you know, and I'm like, why? How is it? This YouTube show in a studio audience. Why am I having so much fun here? Because why it's- is such a breezy watch? And and then this is what the point I was going to make was like the wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's not five stars. Not always. I'm just like, yeah. but it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. I never cared about that stuff. Is all I'm saying. Like, I like a good match, 
but I like a good match, you know? Yeah. It, it just, I don't know, it's just raw and real. You want, you want like, the, the whole package to be good. And, and it is. Yeah, but I feel like if, it's kind of like, um, I'm going to compare it to video games, and I'll, I'll give it to you. Okay. Like, you could take, I'm trying to compare it to, like, um, you know how games, they could be the same game, but it could be made on a different engine. Like, it looks different. Like, certain first-person shooters, they use the Unreal Engine, mm-hmm. right? Well, I have a great example. Oh, good. Zelda 1 to Zelda 2. Yeah. Completely different formats. Well, yeah, and this, I hated the second one. I hated the second one. All right, good. I stopped at the freaking second castle that I had to freaking wade through the moat to get, or the, the swamp to get to. Couldn't do it. Anyway, but yeah. Go, yeah, oh, I'm sorry, Flashy's okay. not yeah. always better. Right. You know, you, you I could play like a free game. I mean, just look at Fortnite. The game's free, right? Mm-hmm. But it's more popular than like a lot of pay games. And so many people pay for the skins, for the uh, for the wraps you can get for your yeah. weapons and for right. your vehicles and stuff. And <sighs> Yeah. See, so it's not all about how much money is in it. It's about, you know. What they're doing, yeah, and they with do, what they got, and they do multi-million dollar tournaments. This freaking that freaking sixteen-year-old won three million dollars. Yeah, and I, I, I just can't with Impact. You know, yeah. that's why I'll, I'll watch NWA Power over Impact all the time because a, I can find it really easy, and two, mm-hmm. a and two, yeah, I remember great Come commercials. You know, yes, great commercials, dude. I need. To invest in that friggin' that invisible hair, that invisible hair uh, gel. Yeah, but you can also. I don't have to if shave ordered, my head anymore. If you would have ordered, I don't know if they're gonna if it's gonna be good for next week too. But you could have gotten the the the, the voice uh, removing um, spray too. That way, I could be a one man podcast, and I could just bounce ideas off you, and you'll say things, and no one will hear you. It'll be great. Yeah, or you could just stay home and do it. And then I don't have to worry about seeing you. Nah. You know? Nah. Unless you can get, like, the invisible cream. If they have that. I don't know if they have that for, like, a whole body. Maybe not. Maybe you only... Well, depends on where you could put that invisible cream. If you have to be, like, translucent and not wear clothes and... Just, I got a question. Just walk around balls-ass naked everywhere. What's the question? So, like, invisible cream. Mm-hmm. If I were to run, if I were to go streaking and I had invisible cream on my twig and berries, would I still be in trouble? Like, I have no, um, privates. Like, if I put the invisible cream down the crack mm-hmm. and also on my twig and berries, am I breaking any laws? I think. Because we're allowed to be shirtless. Yeah. Women too, which I fully encourage in most cases. Um, yeah, in most cases, the ones that you want to be are not going to be. Unfortunately. <laughs> but you never know. It's a double-edged sword. It's the worst kind of double-edged sword. Thirsty broads. Knives in your eyes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that would be an interesting case. I don't know. I honestly don't know. My question always is, how much invisible cream do you have to put on? Like, if you put, like, one coat, do you just see through your skin, but you still see, like, the muscle and bone underneath? And you put another coat, and you can see only the bone marrow? Hmm. All right. I have an idea. 
what if, right? Mm-hmm. And hear me out. Hear me out. It's kind of like, you know how green screen works? Mm-hmm. And like, how if you, if you have like, green screen you can make it anything Mm -hmm. so basically you could just make it not there you know Mm -hmm. you can make it just it's so it's like green screen to your body but it's adapting to whatever you're around Mm -hmm. so that kind of invisible it's not gonna make you know your your body parts invisible like it can't it's just gonna be like it's like if I put it on right now, mm-hmm. if I put the cream on right now, you're going to see through my arm because it's coated in this thing that's reflecting the 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 light off of it. Yeah. Which is how, like, I think camouflage kind of works or some crap like well, that. There, there's Like stealth technology, isn't Yeah, that? there's some tech that does that. Yeah, kind of like that, I think, but it's it's a cream. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a magic thing that doesn't exist. Yet. Yet. You know? Could be like that. Hmm. Could be. Although I'd imagine it's probably like some kind of, like, curtain type thing like uh like the visibility croaking like harry potter or something yeah like like that kind of thing yeah they they were working on that i don't remember exactly why it was a few years ago but um going back to nwa power i have an analogy and i i, I kind of not so much analogy it's like i realize it's jim crockett promotions that's the oldest of school the the exact look of it it's uh, if no one's familiar it's it's what WCW was before Ted Turner bought it. It was Jim Crockett Promotions. They were out of a studio. I don't remember if it was them or if it was WCW that introduced the rotating ring. WCW, I think. I, know I'm, WCW I, had no, that on Nitro, I don't know. But, I'm not a historian. I'm just a basement booker. Yeah, but either way, it was, it was in a studio. It might have even been the same studio, or maybe it was Orlando. I'm not positive. But either way, it was it was in a studio, and it was... Almost to the letter, the exact same format. I don't remember if they did the post-match interviews as regularly, but it was it's incredibly similar. I like it because it's more like a show kind of mm-hmm. thing. Uh, I guess it's we're talking about it. Should you want me to just go through it and sure. we'll just talk about it go like we it. did with last week's format? Mm-hmm. Right. So I actually watched I I actually watched all three episodes this week. So does this mean you didn't have any news? Because uh, I had like one thing I can add to it. Don't, don't after only, this. The only bit of news is about uh, Xavier Woods' uh, Achilles surgery. He could be out for a year. Yes, nine months to a year. He he tore his Achilles tendon at a house show in I think it was uh, Sydney, Australia, a day or two ago, and he just had surgery. He's out nine to twelve months. Also, um. In spectacular fashion, the latest uh, WWE 2K uh, roster update, as I like to call it, uh, because it's like every year they come out with a 2K game, and the only real difference is there's a new roster, and people pay sixty plus dollars, sixty dollars for like special, like the regular one, or like eighty bucks for special, and a hundred plus dollars for ultimate editions. Don't they? Don't. Gee, that's ridiculous. Don't they change... It's how those the, Madden games and all that, you right, know? But, right, but don't, haven't they changed the format of the story modes here and there? Yeah, but it's like little things here and there. It's not enough to me to warrant a new game. But this this time, it's the first time that there is a female-exclusive story mode. Yeah. Also, it's, it's failing in spectacular fashion. Apparently, it was released with so many bugs... That some players found it to be unplayable, and Sony gave refunds. Wow! Like just out the A. 
like even GameStop and all that stuff. It's like, wow, yeah, spectacularly. Now it's been it's been a trend for a few years now. For oh, any- also the models look like some of the models look like crap. Renee wasn't happy with hers, and I'm like, I mean, I could tell it's her. Neither was Dana Brooke. Like, if you look, uh. if you just Google them, you'll see like a bunch of things that's just like okay. Um, the text. The problem is the tech still isn't really a hundred percent there. Like until they can actually put the image into the game, and from there somehow animate it. Yeah, but as opposed to creating an image and animating that created image. Yeah, but if you look, that's not the point. If you look at the top, the top characters in the show, theirs are fine. There's no excuse mm. there. Okay, I, I you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's not all. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's an issue. If everybody was just like, you know, if you ask me, uh, I have two K19. It's fine. Mm. It's fine. It's whatever. I just stopped playing because it's hard. Mm. You know, <laughs> but like, it's not. They're really not doing much. It's like okay, fine. I guess maybe this teaches them. It's time to go back to SmackDown. That's all I'm saying. The the PlayStation SmackDown games were the best. Was it PlayStation 2? They had Here Comes the Pain. Yep, I remember that. It's amazing. Why not just do that again? Let's get back to it where everybody could play it. Not this weird, I want to make this as real as possible garbage. I wonder how much of it has to do with the 2K deal. It might have a lot because if it's different people. Considering it's in the name. Yeah. You know. All right, so we're back. We're going to talk about NWA Power because we brought NWA Power up. Mm-hmm. So, um, so this ep- they, I like that they titled their episodes. This one's called The Twilight of Tim Storm. Yes. Um, so we got Jim Cornette and uh, Joe Golly. Golly. Mm-hmm. Golly. Um, and uh, Eddie Kingston, he's, he's, he's trying to show some respect, you know, because he knows Jim Cornette. He's old school. And he's fuming over their match, uh, being interrupted by the Dawsons. But he's glad they didn't lose their title shot. Although Eddie and Homicide, they want to fight. They want to fight with the Dawsons right now. All him and Homicide have is pro wrestling. So just think about what we're going to do since we don't care about ourselves is what he says. Uh, then we had a match. By the way, you can chime in anytime you want. Uh, yeah, more. anytime anything's uh, yeah, just really missing. Yeah, Crystal Rose versus Marty Bell, who's a former knockout. Yep, uh, Marty She's Bell part, won part with the, the Pearl River Plunge. Yes, Marty Bell was part of the Dollhouse with uh, right. the lovely uh, Taryn Terrell. Took which, you a while to get that one out. Yeah, I I was picturing her, and then I got distracted picturing her trying to figure out her focus name. right, and then that was taken that I think was taken over by uh, Rebel, maybe. I think your uh, memory is better than mine, seeing as I don't know. Oh, you didn't watch. That's that's not memory. That's so, knowledge. So, so after that, uh, David Marquez is in. He's supposed to be interviewing um, Tim Storm, mm-hmm. but that didn't happen because the Dawson's came out and the, the 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 studio was starting to chant Dawson's Creek, and I'm like, what better way to sound like a Mark? A chant. <laughs> Out a teen show just to belittle a tag team from twenty years yeah, ago. Yeah, from twenty years ago. <laughs> like, wow, this shows just how ladylike you are. Like fifteen. I'm oh, sorry, I didn't mean it that way. But hey, yeah, yeah. F- fifteen years ago, the guys from Dawson's Creek were in a movie 
making fun about how old they were. There you go. So there you go. So and 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 there was a part where like they're talking and a, and you could hear a guy just yell out, just one guy go, "I don't want to wait." <laughs> I was like, All right, all right. Yeah, he he loved that song. I, that I, I don't remember who that was. Doesn't I matter. couldn't tell you, but I know that was in the the theme song. I want to say Sarah McLaughlin, but that could be wrong. I don't know. I'd have to ask my wife because she yeah. watched that show a lot. And that's how I know because mm. she'd watch it and I'd hear it. Uh. Well, I also kind of watched it, you know, when I was young, <laughs> mm. like when it was on TV. Yeah, that Michelle Williams is cute. Yeah, what am I supposed to do? The internet wasn't as good as it is now. No kidding. I remember download- right. downloading JPEGs. Yeah, let's 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 get back here. Before. Um, so now uh, our favorite Emmy Award winning journalist is back out here and he's supposed to interview uh, Tim Storm. But instead, it's Aaron Stevens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the no eye contact rule is still in effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's letting everyone know. Uh, Aaron says he's answered the call. Because uh, so he wants. Uh, oh no, no, hold on a second. Sorry, I'm like. He's not Captain Morgan. He's not Captain Morgan. <laughs> it's for his uh, his movie uh, called. I have it written down here. Somewhere. Tropical Pirates. Yeah, Tropical Pirates. It's, avail- it's also apparently available on VHS. You can still get that. But only in Romania. Only in Romania. That's a Romania which, exclusive, the VHS. Because they still use VHSs over there. Did you see How great was that freaking, that promo for the movie? Might be the same production company that does the commercials for the show. Probably. It's so good. Um, but basically the point was that he was teasing that he wanted to find a partner uh no that he he was gonna wrestle the dawsons and uh this um marquez guy um i'm sorry joe joe uh, galley joe galley i confuse my announcers <laughs> he's like who's your who's your partner man and he's like you know what i'm not even gonna tell you because i'm an actor and when it comes to acting i got more chops than rick flair Woo. it's pretty good uh it was a match uh the d-man not to be confused with the douche man, the D-Man. Right. Dan Parker. Dan Parker versus Caleb Conley? Mm-hmm. Uh, Caleb Conley guy. won that one? Yep, with the springboard moonsault. Yeah. Okay, so now we finally have Tim Storm. Uh, we, we all know that Tim can never challenge for the NWA championship ever again since he lost to the champ. Uh, he's thankful to the champ and the NWA He's trying to talk about his future. And, oh, no. Eli Drake is out. Hey, man, it sounds like you're, you're thinking about quitting. You were just talking about your mama and stuff. And she wouldn't like it if you were a quitter. So why don't you, why don't you team up with me? And you and me, we're going to take on the Dawsons tonight. And Tim Storm, who looks a lot like Mr. Incredible from mm-hmm. The Incredibles, he's like, uh, maybe, maybe I'll think about it. And the crowd was like, boo, because they want to know now. Got to wait. Then but they had, don't want to wait. We had that awesome spiritual advisors invisible hair cream we already talked about. Mm-hmm. I put the asterisk there to ask you about it. <laughs> uh, next was supposed to be a public apology from, how do you pronounce this guy's last name? Is Josephus? Cephas? Josephus. It's Cephas. one word. Oh, like Josephus? Yeah, but it's Josephus. Josephus. Yeah. It's like, you, like, how do I say my name all funny like? Yeah, because like the, fir- the first and second weeks I had as Joe. Space, Cephas. But I'm like, oh, Josephus. Oh. So I saw it on a shirt. 
So he's supposed to apologize to James Storm and shake his hand. But out comes Colt Boom Boom Cabana. You know him. He comes out pretending to be James Storm. And conveniently, Joe has a beer and a hat for Colt uh, to complete his look. Uh, Joe throws medicated foot powder uh, into Colt's eyes. And he's rescued by the real James Storm. And James is about to get Cabana, but Ken Anderson makes the save. Anderson. Uh, Nick Aldis and Camille are interv- interviewed by Joe. Who won't let it go. Who will not. Like, he is trying to white knight Camille so hard. It's like, dude, she doesn't care. She's not interested. Already, she's proven that when given the opportunity, she still doesn't want to speak. But he still... Even though earlier in the show, he said he was instructed not to ask her again. Yeah, but you see, he's got journalistic integrity. So as he's po- not going to, so he's bucking the system. He's trying to get the truth. As opposed to job integrity. Exactly. But you're, as a journalist, like a real journalist, a real journalist goes for the truth regardless of the agenda from their corporate masters who are puppets of the left. Hmm. <clears throat> I mean, so anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, he's like, you know what? Shut up about it. We are in a clickbait tabloid show here, all right? He did it a lot better, more like a gentleman, but this is me we're talking about. And then we had a little uh, commercial with chasks or exclaims, who is the Mark? Hmm. Who is the Mark, man? I think it's a question mark. I think it's a future character, maybe. There's something on Twitter about it. A guy named Mark? Question mark. Or he's just question mark? Yeah. Interesting. So, uh, surprisingly and shockingly, it's Tim Storm and Eli Drake versus the Dawsons. And, uh, it's, it's, it's a contest because, boy, when, uh, Tim Storm, he got covered. I don't know which one did it. I, uh, but the heels won. Yeah, they, they have a combination move. It's a squash slam thing. I hope that's the name of the move. They, they got to name it. Someone's got to name it. Someone's got to name cor- it the cor- squash. <laughs> yeah, Cornette ain't calling it. So so uh, I guess it's to get these guys over as a legitimate tag team. They're beating up on Tim Storm. And Homicide and Kingston make the save. And then towards the end, the champ, Nick Aldis, comes out to make sure that uh, Tim Storm is okay. And that is the end of NWA Power. That was cool. That was that was an interesting um, thing for him to do. Yeah. I like it. It shows that he's like, uh, he's what he says he is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of layers to this character. So, because then when he actually does something that's actually dastardly, mm-hmm. it'll be like, I can't believe it. Otherwise, if he's just a straight up heel, it's like, yeah, okay. Heels do what heels do. Yeah, because on last week's episode, um, uh, Joe Galley was asking Nick Aldis and Camille about like her involvement in his matches. And Aldis stopped him. He's like, wait a second. When has she actually physically interjected herself in an illegal manner? The first time she made an appearance was to neutralize someone who was trying to physically interfere. And ever since, she hasn't done anything. There was a time when she tried, but he stopped her. So, I'm really liking this dynamic. And to your point, I like that they're adding an additional layer to his character seemingly every week. Like this week, we're checking on Tim Storm. 
I wonder what's... Yeah, it feels very episodic. I like it. So I wonder what's going to... And you know what to expect from the title of it, you know? Yeah. So it's like, oh, so I got to stay here. I have to stay and watch this because, oh, it's going to be about Tim Storm and what he's doing. And I want to know, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, good job by the Dawson's working over the injured lower back. The injured lower back. And, of course, good job by Cornette telling the story of him having a bad lower back, being more like a tank than a Ferrari, you know, not not really being able to go as fast as any of the younger guys, but being more hard-hitting. He has such a damn... Tim Storm has such a damn old-school look. Like, I feel like... He's also got old-school mic skills. Yeah. He's... I, I looked him up. I think he's 56. Yeah, it's like... He sounds like a guy that's mostly used to fighting... But when it comes to talking, it's like, you know, that's, don't even worry about it. Look yeah. how awesome I am but in he, this here ring. But he's really good at talking also. Yeah. I feel like he, he's believable. He's, I don't get. He's a white meat baby face. You, you know what? Mama Storm, you come know, on, you man. You know what he doesn't have? <laughs> he doesn't have the what pause. Okay. And I, I feel like the format of NWA Power, the interview style, the way they do it, it's Almost as if they're intentionally trying to close the what pause. Let me tell you where, but it's also, I agree with that, but it's also easy there because, because of how intimate it is. Because Mm -hmm. if you're the only idiot doing a what chat, (laughs) you can't be anonymous there. Yeah. Because everybody can see you. Right. And whoever you rule the show for, they're going to have words for you. Yeah. You can't hide in the masses. Mm -hmm. And also, you got the wrestlers who could see you, mm-hmm. so you're a little less inclined to say dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. I felt that when we went to the Evolve show those two times. You're less inclined to do dumb stuff, say dumb stuff, because there's a possibility that they could hear you. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I feel like you don't have to worry about rude-ass stuff like that. Yeah, I really like the intimate feel. Um I just wish that like there was a possibility to see it without having to travel south. I know they got they got to do road shows soon. Um, I I think they are. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to speak for them. I hope they go on the road. I don't know if they ha- if they have a plan, but I hope they do. Dude, if I, they I do studio it. wrestling in New York, I'd be so game. Or like in Brooklyn. Yeah. Imagine they have a deal over by us that they could use that <laughs> that gymnasium to film like a show. Be great. And we could just go there like all the time. That'd mm-hmm. be so fun. I honestly, when when I heard that that um, Billy Corgan was buying the NWA, I was like, okay. And no, then, you were. This is confirmed because yeah. we talked about it on right. this podcast. Yeah, and then and then I, I, I saw I saw some of the ten pounds of gold series. I'm like, this is very good. They're investing a lot of time, a lot of manpower in putting this together in coming up with something cohesive that they can build off of once they get whatever distribution deal they were going to get. I didn't care either. Yeah. But they got me by being easy to find. Mm-hmm. If I could just type you into YouTube, mm-hmm. perfect. And a- as of this week, last week's episode has had almost 500,000 views. Yeah. I think that's- I wonder if like this could be like the the birth of like smaller like 
territories again? Like, could this be, could this bring back the territories? Like, because you could do it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You could, you if you could put on a good enough show, you could set it up like a backyard thing. Mm-hmm. That's actually cool. If like if it's cool enough, it'll get out there. Like I'm sure they do that stuff now, but it's obviously it's not good enough. Where I don't know about it over here. Right. The thing is, you need you need the t- you need the talent to fall back on. Like, exactly. If if you're writing the best stories, all right. And you have an, if you have an actual ring and you have an actual relatively safe work environment, like backyard, maybe you have bleachers, you know, obviously not a Brooklyn backyard, but like a real backyard where people have like maybe a quarter acre or more as opposed to six feet. Like, yeah, we're here about the noise complaint. Your neighbor uh, really wants you to quiet down. Also, this is illegal. Yeah, he saw <laughs> he saw people in his on his because he's on the second floor. Guys are jumping in his window. We're jumping off his window. There Imagine. was a ladder next to my window. I'm trying to bang my wife, and some hippie is jumping off of the top of my <laughs> roof. I don't want this. Right? Just shakes his fist angrily at the sky. Uh, um, like if if you you have to have the in ring talent, and NWA has that. You have to have good writers, and NWA seems to have that. And they, they got that smashing pocus money. Yeah. So despite and, all their rage, you know. Right? <laughs> and I, I like that uh, the first time his name was mentioned, the, uh, Cornette called him William, was it William Jefferson Corgan? I like it. Sounds like a founding father. Exactly. Um, or oh, more like re-founding father. Yep. Man, I, I, I honestly, before before... Before I heard of Billy Corgan buying it, I did not think I would ever hear of the National Wrestling Alliance ever again. I thought it was just dead and buried. This is a true revitalization of the, at least the brand. As a long-time wrestling fan, Billy Corgan says he is of NWA Wrestling. I wonder how big that nut was that he busted when he realized that he had become proud owner of that OG stuff, that mm-hmm. NWA, mm-hmm. the ten pounds of gold, having the real world's champion, yeah, like what? Like that is the lineage. That's period. like if we if we like somehow came up with the money in like thirty years and brought back the WWE, which was uh, absorbed by AEW, mm-hmm. Impact, NWA Alliance, or whatever happened. Yeah, it's like. We just brought it back, and like we have the WWE Championship, the real, the real, real lineage. Mm. That's like the same. That's that's what it's like for him, bro. Like crazy. And uh, I noticed it's uh, co-executive produced by Dave Lagana. Okay, who has WWE experience? He has wrestling writing experience. Yeah, it's like all these different talents. Because like at AEW, I, I remember I'm watching as Justin Roberts is doing like. He, he he's like doing the announcing. I'm like, you know, everything happens for a reason. Like, cause he's a he's a now he's now now AEW has their own sound with him as an announcer. Yeah. Speaking of all elite, do you want to tell us about that? Let's talk about it. Let's go in. I have not seen to it. Unfortunately, Wednesday. How uh, do I wait? Sorry. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I saw I saw Dawson's. I'm like, oh. All right. Where is Word? There we go. Oh, well, Word? Yep, I have Word on my phone. <laughs> Talked about this. We did. For the people. 
All right, so AEW Dynamite. We had a hot start this week. The semifinal match of the tag team tournament, Private Party versus the Lucha Brothers. Mm. All right, and let me tell you something. Boy, what a contest. The Lucha Bros advance and Private Party are legit AF. Hmm. I like that um, when they're announced, they're from somewhere you need an invitation to. <laughs> and also their combined weight is in, uh, I forgot what alcohol they use, but in ounces. Nice. That was pretty cool. Probably Tito's and Coke or something. Uh, I don't know if you could help me, but apparently... Uh, a wrestler named Wardlow is coming, and apparently he works out hard. Hmm. If you don't believe us, look at this guy. He wears chains like The Rock when he works out. He looks like he's going to shit, but he's not. W-A-R-D-L-O-W? Yeah. I'll give it a quick look up. You can go ahead. Uh, next we had... This was another match uh, in the tag team tournament. This is to determine... Who else is going to be in the finals for the tag team championships? It's uh, SVU, SVU, Special Victims Unit. Hmm. It's SCU versus the Dark Order, a.k.a. Creepy Perverts. Hmm. Uh, so, you know, SCU, they're all business tonight because it's all about tag team gold. Uh, and then they give us a promo by the Dark Order. In case you don't understand these deviants, the Inner Circle has ticked out. So the Inner Circle shows up in the middle of the match. They take attention off of them to show them off of the tag team match that's very important to determine the other people in the finals, but hey, look, Jericho and his cronies are going to their boxes. Let's take time to look at that. That's annoying. It's during the action. Anyway. They should do that in a small corner of the screen. Just yeah. Whatever. Um. Okay, so... Oh, yeah, and also sometimes AEW does these, like, Kevin Dunn shots, which is, like, you know when he, like, gets a crowd reaction, mm-hmm. kind of? Well, sometimes they do it here, and it's, like, it's a nothing burger. Like, they're not reacting. Yeah. So I feel like it's they were, but they were late. Yeah. So um, it just it just doesn't land something. Um, I also don't know why the inner circle are invested in the match. Like, why do they care? But then I'm like, oh, wait, I guess maybe because Jericho has not LAX, because you can't call him that. Right. Um, maybe he's got their interest at heart or whatever, or they're just trolling. Um, anyway, uh, so the, um, the finals is going to be SCU mm-hmm. versus, uh, the Lucha Bros. Mm. Uh, next you got, uh, Bad boy Joey Janela versus Kenny Omega, who is the triple A mega campeon. Yup. This was another cool match. Uh, this is actually a sanctioned match because they did wrestle before. It was an unsanctioned match. Hmm. Joey Janela versus Kenny Omega. Now this one does count. Okay. Uh, it's another cool match. Uh, Tony was trying to say how, uh, Kenny is so great. Tony Schiavone, because time slows down for him, and that he's some sort of temporal wizard, to which I'm like, just say he enters a flow state when he's wrestling, because that's what you're trying to describe. What's a flow state? In case you didn't know what a flow state was, Hmm. I've decided to look up a definition for you. Okay. Okay. So here's the definition. In positive psychology, a flow state 
a flow yeah. a flow state also known colloquially as being in the zone okay all right is the mental state of operation in which a person performing an activity is fully immersed in a feeling of energized focus full involvement and enjoyment in the process of activity in essence flow is characterized by the complete absorption in what one does hmm. and uh and a result a resulting loss in one's sense of space and time wow interesting that makes it sound like he's way better than that yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i like that what did shivani try and say he's a temporal flux temporal wizard what is that? <laughs> well, when you're talking about temporal, it's like time. Yeah, that's what if I'm you're thinking. a wizard, I mean, you. I guess he's like, he's magic with time. So, so he, so to us normal humans, he seems super fast. I guess we should have want what I said. Uh, par- Shivani sucks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Shivani he's sucks. Better than Jr. right now. I like Jr. I do too. Look, we all I'm used, do. I'm so used to that voice. We know? all do. But the times they are changing. Mm-hmm. They're changing, and he's having trouble adjusting, which I understand completely when I talk to young people. Yeah, Marlon Graves are my new guys. Got you. Omega wins with the one-legged... One-legged. <laughs> the one-legged man, the one-winged <laughs> angel. And it looks like he was going to show Bad Boy some respect, but it went to commercial, and I don't know what happened. Hmm. Uh, next, Cody, the American Nightmare. You know, he's got all the cool things you need in an entrance. He comes out of the ground. Mm-hmm. Check. He's got cool lights. Check. He's got fire pyro mm. and regular pyro. Wow. And he's got good music. All the boxes. Just checked. Dig him out with his hot wife? No, she wasn't there. What about, uh, what about the dag? No, it's just him. For now. So not quite everything. For now. Definitely need the hot wife. So okay. he's being interviewed by Shivani about his match. And Jericho and the inner circle are trolling him from the box with air horns. To which I'm like, just because they have tickets doesn't mean they can disrupt the show with these air horns. Because you can't, you're not allowed into the arena with yeah. an air horn if you're a fan. Right. Also... Why give them a microphone? Yeah, right. AEW microphone. Okay. Cody says that unlike where they came from, there is no invisible line. I'll just come up there and wreck your shit. Basically what he said. Starting and now. That's not a real curse. <laughs> that's not a real curse. What are we, babies? Jericho's like, relax, because you're a coward. You're not coming here. You're too entitled. You're a millennial... B word or something mm. <laughs> to which Dustin Rhodes comes out and his theme song I gotta play it for you later but it sounds like a song that I know but okay. I can't pinpoint the era and I can't sound it out to you but it's, if I if you heard it you could probably help me place it okay it's almost it's kind of got like this I don't know forget it what if I'm wrong uh anyway uh, so, yeah, I even wrote, his song sounds like a song I'm having trouble recalling. <laughs> so then it's MJF, who I'm pretty sure is a deep cover mole for the inner circle. I'm not letting that go. And Jericho says, <laughs> this is great from Jericho, 
I'm supposed to be intimidated by some guy in a scarf. Who wears a scarf? Get it? Because Jericho. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then he's like, you don't, you know what? Maybe you don't know math because that's still not enough guys. Look at my guys. Then GDP comes out. Is Jericho drinking a lot more? Because, like, he, he's got drunk eyes sometimes. Could be. Living the gimmick. Living the bubbly gimmick. I even wrote that. The bubbly. Team Cody heads to the inner circle, and they retreat. Jericho locks the door to the box, but Cody borrows MJF's scarf, and he punches through the glass. And, like, Jericho's face is right Smart. by it. So it's like, oh, it looks like maybe he got him or something. Uh-huh. And then they start, they brawl into like the the arena and they're fighting each other mm-hmm. i put a picture on the basement booker's facebook page and it's chris jericho looking like every entitled wrestling fan ever nice he's got like his ticket it's all blurry because it's like in motion on my thing and he looks like he's crying mm-hmm. jericho's so great at being like this like wuss heel he's just so great period um so then we got the Young Bucks versus the Best Friends, mm-hmm. which was funny because when the Young Bucks are doing their pose in the ring, uh, Orange Cassidy, he like, he's, he comes in behind them. He's got mm-hmm. like his hands in his pockets and he starts That's mocking their pose. <laughs> and then he does this thing where, um, he's standing up mm-hmm. and you gotta look at my feet. So like pretend I'm standing. Okay. And he's going like this with his feet. Mm hmm. Like like he's knocking their kicks and stuff like that. Ah, and then the 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 the, the Bucks look at each other, mm-hmm. and they just like they both just super kick Orange Cassidy in the face, and he mm-hmm. just falls out of the ring. I thought it was pretty funny. I really want to know, like, all right, so Orange Cassidy, the crowd loves him. His gimmick is over, but I don't know what it is. What do you mean I don't know what it is? His gimmick is he doesn't take he doesn't. He doesn't take his hands out of his pocket, and he doesn't but try. But he does sometimes, and he doesn't try. Like he'll he'll do he'll do a flip, he'll do a like he'll hit the ropes and jump onto people, and then just land on his feet. But it's not trying though, and keep his hands in his pockets. Let me. How are you gonna win a damn match like that? Let me tell you something. The reason I love this character so much is it because it reminds me of like there's always in like the best animes there's a cool guy like that. There's this cool guy. Mm-hmm. Who barely says anything? He just—he's just there. He's like in the cut. He's got his hands in his pockets. Maybe he's old school Piccolo. Maybe he's got sunglasses, but better because mm-hmm. he's a guy. He's just mm-hmm. a guy. It's like he's up to something. He's gonna do something, <laughs> but you're not gonna know when he does it. He's gonna oh, he's gonna, like like the Homer Simpson theory. Yeah, the guy that, that doesn't take his hands out of his pockets always does something cool. Yeah, but this guy—he's—he's he's way cool, dude. He wears a jean jacket and jeans. I know together, unironically. Yeah. And he just makes it cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. Um, so the Young Bucks win, mm-hmm. and they accept the challenge that was laid out for them by Don't Call Them LAX. Okay. Uh, then we get a promo about Dr. Britt Baker. Uh, she's, you know, talking about how, you know, she's a pro wrestler and a dentist, so believe in yourself. If you put one front in front of the other, if it can't happen, it will happen. Uh, she takes on Jamie Hayter. Mm-hmm. By the way, they're in Steelers country, which is where she's from, Britt Baker, the doc. Yep. Yeah, uh, I remember them mentioning that last She week. comes out with Steely, the Steelers mascot. <laughs> and uh, Cheap we got uh, Britsburg chants mm. going. And Britt wins via Lockjaw. Lockjaw. I like that move a lot. 
And it's official. Uh, say it again that it's Lucha Bros versus SEU. My prediction is Lucha Bros, one hundred percent. Really? I think so. Hmm. Uh, cause did Kenny Omega beat Ray Phoenix for the AAA uh Mega Championship mm-hmm. thing? By the way, just letting you know in case uh, you didn't know who he beat for it. Huh. But, I probably uh, heard about it. There, yeah. out of the two, it's like. What's better? Like I, I would say, the, first of all, they got, they're awesome, and they're heels. They are pretty awesome. And you know, they wrestle in AAA, so be like, you know, I scratch your back, you scratch my back, that True. kind of thing. Uh, the main event is supposed to be Moxie versus that dirty bastard Pack bastard. Um, but he's the, Moxie's attacked from behind. By that bastard. That bastard. With a steel chair. He also chokes him out a little bit, but eventually the match starts. Hmm. Uh, Moxie's at a disadvantage, selling daddy's effed up. Mm-hmm. It goes to a TV time limit draw. Whoa. Yep. But there's plenty of times for him to dirty deeds of wrath and do some post-match uh, hurting. That's not a time limit. TV time limit. Yeah. It should go off right away. Yeah. Uh, as Moxie states, time limit, my butt. Hmm. But he said, ass. Yeah. So, MJF. As they go off. MJF. Yeah. I, I want to start referring to as ADB. Why is that? Alberto Del Blanco. Alberto Del Blanco. All right. His look totally. First of all, he's he's so tanned. He looks the same shade as Del Rio, uh-huh. or El Patron, or whatever he's going by now, and that's totally Del Rio's scarf. I just get like tanned frat boy vibe. That's pretty much what I get here. That's, I'm not even thinking about Del Rio. I know. I, I just I, I see the scarf and the tan. I'm like, oh, Del Blanco. I mean, not so Blanco if he's like tan. Right, but most wrestlers are tan. Right, though. but his his natural complexion is Blanco. All right. Well, I think you should stop thinking about Alberto Del Rio because he's probably going to be dead soon. Oh yeah, he's uh, going to get killed by Tito Ortiz, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He needs to have a little bit of miedo. Okay, no, Seattle <laughs> miedo's not going to work for that guy. <laughs> nope. He's got a that. That means fear, by the way. Uh, um, si no tiene miedo en un pelea con el campeón, mm. you're have a problem, my friend. Yes. Oh, I'm saying not that he is one now, but he has been. Tito, or Tito's gonna kill him. Tito's gonna, wh- Look, what made what made up what made this guy think Alberto Rodriguez, real name here, think shoot name? Good, it would think it was a good idea to offer to actually fight an MMA fight against Tito Ortiz. Same reason that CM Punk would wrestle in the UFC. Period. Mm. Without any like fight experience. Okay. Outside of rolling, mm, I guess you know money. Yeah, like while while you're still somewhat in the zeitgeist, like in Mexico, he's huge probably, but like not here really. True. But like if he does somehow pull up a miracle, it's like for me, it's like, oh, what do I have to lose? I yeah. mean, my dignity, uh, being beat up for real. But then it's like, oh, I'm in there with a badass anyway, so it's like. Well, how bad could it be? But it's like, I don't know, brain damage? 
you can't really fix that late in life. Yeah, but like I mean, the the MMA rules are designed to prevent that. I know, but he's still gonna get hurt, right? Referee or not, like mm. I know there's stoppage, but even then, it's like depending on how hard you get hit before the stoppage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't. They I don't, don't prevent the hit that causes the stoppage. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think one good hit from just a fist would really do it. I think the, like that that's why they I think you'd be surprised. That's why they don't allow 12 6 elbows. That's why they don't allow strikes to the back of the head. Why do you think most heavyweight fights it's not a it's not, it doesn't last long if they start banging? Partially cuz they get tired. So their hands go down, so they're more susceptible. They're because they're tired, they're fighting with their mouth open because they're breathing more heavily. Yeah, but all Weidman had to do was clip Silva. He was being a dick. Yeah, but still, Started that was that now. one hit. Right. But but that but that didn't cause brain damage. No, it didn't. We're talking about cause, causing well, brain losing, damage. Doesn't losing consciousness, isn't that bad in general? Your lights got shut off. Right? There's got to be some long-term... Uh, I admittedly don't know enough about that specific topic. Me neither, but I'm thinking... But that, if your brain gets shut off for like a couple seconds, I feel like at at this point we know so much about concussions and such. No, wait, wait, wait. we as a people, not us, right? Yeah, the, right. right. Uh, <laughs> the, industries, like the collective, like, we, the yeah, the, like the medical field. I feel like they know so much more about concussions now and brain damage now than they did t- even ten years ago, let alone fifty years ago. Right? I feel like if that were the case, we would have heard like they would have been campaigning to stop MMA and boxing altogether. If getting knocked out causes permanent brain damage, even minuscule, I think they'd be talking about it. Yeah, but football still is the worst that you could do, and it's still around. So I don't know what what we could do here. Oh, interesting. (laughs) You know, the the Million Dollar Man's theme song just popped into my head for some reason. Yeah. Uh What what, 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 what that's all about. Money, money. Also partially funded by the military, but I digress. Listen. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shall so yeah, uh, Alberto De Blanco, and man, TOT is gonna kill him. So shall we discuss NXT? NXT. I don't have anything written, but I, I watched do. it. So let me see if I can uh, give us a rundown, kind of like you did. I have my notes are a bit notes are a bit sho- shorter. Our opening match was. I didn't mean to be long. No, 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 I'm not saying as long as you you just hit like every point. Um, uh, Our opening contest was Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. I love that match. I was so hot for that that match. That was great. I was like, oh, what what is happening? This is, this is is wrestling here. Seriously. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not a fan of Bianca Belair. Like, I, I, I love Rhea Ripley. I'm like, oh my God, she's got everything. I'm a fan she's, of both of them. She's got everything. She's got the music. She's got the intensity. She's got the metal heads. Mm-hmm. She's got the shoulders. She's got the arms. Like, she's gonna, she's gonna get me out of a burning building and I'm gonna cheer for her to, to be once in future NXT Women's Champion. You'd be and, stupid and, not and, to give it to her. And then you're gonna go surfing together. We're going to go surfing together. We're going to enjoy the surf together. We're going to enjoy the beach together. We're going to listen to whatever she wants to because what am I going to do about it? You know, it's going to be yeah. great. It's going to be a good time. I'm a big fan of both of these two. Rhea has a tremendous future ahead of her. So does Bianca Belair. 
who, by the way, just a reminder, has won every single performance center combine that there has been. Well, there's no, there's no debating athleticism and staying power and the will to succeed. Yes. So Io Shirai came down to interfere behind the ref's back. She hit, uh, I, I Rhea Ripley. She, did she? I don't remember. Yeah, because she came to the outside. Or right. she did a thing to her, like with her. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She she hit the um, tiger faint kick in on the apron. But then your good friend, Io Shirai's former good friend, Candice LeRae, comes down to even the odds. I just want to point out again how nice it was of Candice to try to make me look not so short in that picture. Yeah, that you know, helping the less fortunate. That was great. That was great of her. I, I awesome. Pay anyway. it forward. Right. Um, I gotta find a midget. Make him not look so short. Uh, dude, we'll get there. We'll get you somebody. <coughs> Soon the basement booker's reach is going to be so long that we will also pick up people of all heights. <laughs> Sorry, dude. That freaking thing. Sorry, future me. Look, see, this chair sucks that you got me. Sorry. I have, like, I put, like, barely any pressure. Like, I can't even be comfortable now. Sorry. It's all right. You, you had your best heart inside. Yeah, so Io Shirai was neutralized by Candice, uh, allowing Rhea Ripley to hit Belair with the Riptide. I like the Riptide. This I is... like the name of the move. Mm-hmm. Also, she should be the champion. How are they going to make her the champ? No, because they hate me. Well, I think she's mainly NXT UK. What? A- that doesn't mean anything. You yeah. get over enough, you come right over here. Look, Pete Dunne's supposed to be NXT UK. But he moved to the US permanently. So can she. She could. I haven't heard that she plans to or has or anything like that's that. That's not so. the point. Right. Anyone um, can live anywhere if that's where they want them to be. True. So we had a Dominic Dijakovic pre-recorded promo hyping the upcoming triple threat match for the NXT North American Before Championship. Before that match, I didn't care about him. Hmm. But then I watched him, and he's good. He is good. Um... He's I'm very intense. Very intense. He's not only Lorcan intense, but he's intense. Yeah. Like, I, I've known about him from Ring of Honor, um, where he was just a dominant Is that his Dijak. real name? It's close to it. Okay. Um, that name does sound familiar. Yeah, he was, he was Dominic. He was Donovan Dijak. He's now Dominic Dijakovic, right? Yeah. Okay. They don't usually go longer in names for NXT. They usually try to shorten everything. Yeah, well, I I think maybe they they kind of wanted the he wanted to keep the name recognition a little bit. I think once, I think if he ever strays from NXT, mm-hmm. which I always I know it's like a great assault thing, especially now that we know that my theory holds true that you don't necessarily have to leave NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course we'll got to talk about big things later, but um, maybe they'll just have him as like his last name they'll take away the first name yeah they should maybe just be like Dijakovic even Dijak or I guess they can't if, do it here well they, they they you know you never know they might go back to that uh so then we see an earlier uh promo from earlier where Kathy Kelly asked Pete Dunne about his loss to Damian Priest last week and Pete he's Dunne, not making excuses that's right but he says there is a receipt coming he also says he doesn't care about Killian Dane, whose fingers he snapped after the match last week. Yeah, he had a promo about how upset he was about that later. He did. It's the he- you're getting ahead of me here. Rapping with tape. It's all right, because yep. then you don't have to, because we talk about it. True. <laughs> so we had a Tomasa Champa vignette. He's back, by the way. He's back, guys. 
So happy he's back. And then Matt Riddle defeated my boy Cameron Grimes with the bro Derek. That was a very good match. That was pretty good. Um, post-match, Matt Riddle offers Grimes a pound, but uh, Grimes declines. And then he goes, and he decides to step to the world's tallest midget. That's right. So, But, but because Riddle gave Bade a pound. That's what faces do. They pound each other. Yes, they do. Uh, give each other pounds, I mean. Yes. <laughs> Tyler Bate was sitting at ringside in, in the crowd. As opposed to sitting in a chair at ringside like yeah. wrestlers normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, so Grimes shoves Bate, who then knocks him out with bang. Cause was it that? Was it there where like uh, the front row got like? Nope. Later. Okay, that's later. Okay. That was uh, during the North American match, right? Yeah. I think I. I think yeah. I, I wrote that down. Threat match. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ooh. earlier on, uh, William Regal made a match between Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke. And facing Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai with the winners facing the Kabuki Warriors for the Women's Tag Team Championships next week. We know you're listening, on you NXT. bastards. Yep, totally. They, they, they listen. Dude, if listen. I was them, I'd give it to them. Really? Yeah, I'd let them do it. Because then you can have them on SmackDown and Raw and like get them out to the world. That would be a great That's way to... Move. And then that's like, what? Who are these? Who are these girls? What do you mean? I haven't seen them on 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 anything. What did the, they, they came from? Where NXT? What's and NXT? And and one's Australian and one's from New Zealand. That's that's one's NXT. That's 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 yeah. oh, that's on not this day for wrestling. Mm-hmm. I could watch it then. It's on Wednesday. Oh, I was gonna, you know, I was gonna watch Holy, but maybe I'll just watch NXT instead if these girls are on there. Yeah, or I'll just Tebow one. But either way, you're gonna watch. Mm-hmm. You got things. That's what they should do. Yeah, and then they can let Oscar do that program with Becky Lynch. Yep, and Kyrie Sane can find her legs as well. But, like they don't have to take them away from each other. Well, suppose supposedly they're both gonna work against Becky. I wouldn't mind like a triple threat match. Yeah, but no, it's the they're both gonna have singles matches against Becky. I know, but I still wouldn't mind a triple threat match. Yeah, I, know. I hear you. That'd be fun. Um, Ooh, a two on one handicap match. That's gonna happen probably. Maybe. And then here comes Charlotte with the save. That weird sound effect she has in there. Ah, uh, so Swerve. This Isaiah Swerve Scott replaced the injured Kushida alongside Breezango, beating the Forgotten Sons with a back kick to the neck. Not bad. That was alright. Um, a lot of new guys. Like it, it's weird that like there there's so many new guys that I don't know. That's gonna happen. It will, and I'm I'm glad for it. You know, the, the industry is booming right now, and it's awesome. We had a pre-recorded promo from the North American champion Roderick Strong, oh, and then God, later on, I hate him so much. Every time he talks, he's so bad. It's like, like, are, like, are you human? Do you, do you know how to act like one? Can you try? He's every high school bully ever from TV. That's yeah. what he sounds like. Like this entitled, selfish. It's like you are nothing, and then you found this cool crew to hang out with, and now you're cool you're making, by proxy. But you're making it sound like he actually has a character. I think he does. But but he doesn't because that's not the intention, at least to me. 
I, I don't know. Maybe that's the way I interpret it. But it sounds like a character to me because that's not, that's not what the story that's being told by, with him, but that's what I form from his history. Mm-hmm. He joins the Undisputed Era because by four by himself, nobody cared. And now you're hanging out with the cool kids. Now all of a sudden people care about you. Mm-hmm. And you think you're always the cool kid. True. Uh, so we it's have. Cool for a heel. I hate Roddy. Uh, Killian Dane says Pete Dunn tried to break his finger, so he's going to break Pete Dunn. Yeah, I thought he was going to say he's going to break his life. That would have been cool. Or his head. He's or gonna his, show up at his kid's school his in like neck. five years when they're old enough to go to school. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Angel Garza beat Gentleman Jack Gallagher with the Kiprana Moonsault. Um, I realize. So the Royce from the Wild Cards. The NWA Tag Champs? Yeah. Reminds me of if you cross Gentleman Jack Gallagher with American Psycho. Okay. Like, if, if Jack Gallagher, the whole thing, because he has, also has just the mustache, if he was just, like, a little psycho, like, way out there, like, friggin' crazy serial killer, that would be him. Okay. I was going to say he reminds me of uh, Sam Shaw with his old gimmick in uh, t- Impact, but I know I've you... got no reference. Exactly. Sam Shaw, I think he, he started in Performance Center recently. Um, we then have Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai, ex- as we expected, defeating Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir, who both still suck, with the shiniest wizard to become the number one contenders to the tag titles. Post-match, Kabuki Warriors appear on the screen and taunt them in Japanese. That's the favorite. They're heels. That's how they speak. They shouldn't have to, 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 to dumb their way down to our English-speaking ears. Hmm. Or listening ears, my ears don't speak. Paige, Paige should, should appear with them every time and say, the Kabuki Warrior says... "Like I'm glad that that's not a thing anymore. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. The Great Kali says... Um, we have a Keith Lee pre-recorded promo. And then we have the triple threat main event for the North American Championship. Roderick Strong pinned Keith Lee to retain after hitting a surprise running kick to the head after he hit a top rope sit-out powerbomb on Dijakovic. That ended exactly the way I thought it would. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, but did you see how like the three of them almost died when, when they were doing the Tower of Doom? Yeah, but almost don't count. That's right. But Keith Lee did almost fall out of the ring. That's true. What are you going to do? Hopefully not die. And he succeeded in not dying. Uh, after the match, as we also expected, the rest of the Undisputed Era attack Keith Lee, then pose in the ring. Champa comes out with his crutch and gets in the ring face-to-face with the Undisputed Era. Gargano comes out, looks Champa in the eye, and then they face the Undisputed Era together until Finn Balor comes out, stands alongside DIY... He goes to take off his jacket, and then out of nowhere, hits a Pele kick directly to Gargano's face. Then I stands- thought he botched and, like, fell, like, backwards. I'm like, oh, wait, no, he kicked him in the face on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> then, then he stands back as the Undisputed Era ma- Maul Champa, allowing Cole to hit the final shot. Then Finn goes after Gargano again on the outside, drop-kicking him through the guardrail, and then a spike DDT on the ramp while the Undisputed Era pose in the ring. 
It looked like they were kind of expecting him to do the Undisputed Era pose back, and he just walked off. No, you missed the key ingredient. Oh, that he did the bullet? Yes. The, the, his bullet club pose. Yes. Pew pew. Yes. 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 Has I don't think WWE has signed anyone, any other former members of the bullet club. Doesn't matter. We're talking about it. We're talking about it. So it worked. There's something going on here. Something's great. I think it's just uh, for the record. The I turned Finn Balor heel first in WWE when I wrote it. Just saying, it was me first. Mm-hmm. It was me. It was me all along. I turned him in everything, man. Seth Rollins. That's right. I wonder what he's gonna say. Like, what, 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 what possessed <sighs> him? What, what is the plan? He did say his future will be his past. He didn't say which part of his Dude, past. Dude, what if he turns to undisputed era into the Bullet Club? But you can't because it's owned by New Japan. Oh, we're, we, you didn't mention that there's a New Japan America now. That is something that happened. Um, details aren't really out yet. I don't know how many New Japan stars are going to sort of found. Yes. Right. I don't know how many of them are going to found this new promotion or this uh, sect of uh, New Japan, this new brand, if you will, this North American brand. Um, I don't know if it's going to be all U.S. guys. I don't know. No details have been released yet. It's an invasion, bro. Now that the East, no matter how small the foothold is, has a tiny foothold in America. They, I know they, they were running a couple of shows on the West Coast every now and then. That's um, called dipping your toe in the water. Yeah, they did, uh, they did the... The co-promoted show with Ring of Honor at the Garden. At the huge. Garden. That I mean, the fact that that sold out, that had to say, listen, doesn't matter how much money we put into this, we're going to make money on this. Yeah, it was going to sell out regardless. So uh, this is the boom. This is the new wrestling boom. Like when W when when it was WWF versus WCW, mm. ECW was around. There might have been CZ. Maybe not CZW, but there were CZW. But there were there were a couple, there were a handful of other local promotions. Handful of tights. Nothing really. This I I feel like this is tremendous. There has never been this much wrestling at this level. I mean, accessible. Right. Yeah, definitely. Like NWA, I feel like is spending the least amount of money and is getting just as much coverage. I like it a lot. It's no time at all. And they're doing their it's own a crazy ads. Watch. They're doing their own ads, some of which are real. Like that that wrestling school is a real wrestling school. Yeah, so is the invisible cream. They didn't put a phone number up. I didn't see a phone number. What am I supposed that, to call? It, it, they did put it up. It was invisible. No one said that. There's no like special glasses. They don't need to say it. Oh. That's how that's that that's just demonstrating how well it works. That's a poor business practice. How are they making any money? But they're they're proving that it works. How come they don't advertise merch? They do. It's invisible. No, I'm serious. Like shirts and stuff like that. It's weird that they don't. Hmm. They have like a website, you know? Where can I buy merch for NWA Power? And the NWA Power should have merch, yes. That's what I mean. Uh, oh, I thought you were talking about invisible cream. No, I mean merch, merch. <laughs> like shirts from Um, them. I don't know. Maybe pro wrestling tees. Maybe they do probably. it to them. Probably. They probably have the wrestlers do it themselves. Um, I'm surprised Eli Drake kept his name. 
Is that his real name? No. Oh. Bram didn't. He's going by Thomas Lattimore, which is his real name. Uh, James Storm. They haven't called him Cowboy James Storm. No. They don't have to. Right. So uh, It's implied. Man, you know, like when I'm taking my notes, it's like, damn, I got, I got to put James Storm as opposed to just Storm because then there's also Tim, Tim Storm. And there's Tony Storm. Not in that so many storms. Though. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Tony's my favorite. She's so good. Um, there's so much good wrestling. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Can't believe so much wrestling. Do we even have to talk about the other two shows? Yes, because we're the Basement Booker's podcast. We All should right. probably cover the biggest wrestling company in the entire world. Run, run us through something. All right. How take, about take SmackDown? Because I don't have anything for Raw. Okay. I'll do Raw then after. All right. I'll try to be as entertaining as possible. Okay. SmackDown, October 18th. Uh, today is the official first day of SmackDown with the new roster. SmackDown starts with an Intercontinental Championship match between the Big Dog and the King of Strong Style. Big Dog, big fight. You can feel it in the air. Thank you, Michael Cole. That and Pyros. He now does his WrestleMania entrance where he punches the ground and Pyro goes off. Colin Graves let us know about Bailey being on Miz TV to explain her change in attitude and the six-pack challenge, where the winner will receive a title shot. Uh, Sami Zayn, who is now referring to himself as the Liberator, is on commentator. commentary. He's annoyed because Roman was picked before the package of Shinsuke and Sami. Sami notices Shinsuke's in trouble and goes and saves him from a drive-by. Shinsuke gets the upper hand and proceeds to wear down the big dog. At one point, Nakamura turns into Superman punch into a roll-through armbar. And Which eventually, yes it was, into a triangle. Mm-hmm. Roman counters it into a powerbomb miraculously. Reigns countered the King, King Shasa with a Superman punch. Naki kicked out at two. two. At this point, King Corbin involves himself. By hitting Reigns with the scepter, giving Roman the win by DQ. Apparently, Corbin is taking out the Rock, taking out what the Rock did to Corbin on the first episode of SmackDown on Roman. Hmm. Daniel Bryan comes to make the save before the heels beat on Roman. The heels get the upper hand and leave the faces laid. Anything on that? No, that's good. So, the New Day backstage with Heavy Machinery discussing the largest tag team turmoil match in history. At WWE presents Bloody Oil Money. Tucky sets up a table saying that they are on the same side. Tonight, they face the former Raw Tag Champs, the Glorious Heels, and the current SmackDown Champs, the Revival. So they are making extra heavy protein pancakes. Xavier says they don't have time to eat before the match. Otis drinks the batter and has a, and has a beard full of batter. New Day Rocks. Uh, Cool, you know, usual with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shorty Gable is taking on Curtis Axel, who's in the singles competition. Okay. Someone remembered he existed. Yeah, remember the B team? B team, um, B team, go, go. Shorty go. Gable wins with the ankle lock. Go, Shorty. Mm-hmm. It's your birthday, but not really. Uh, Post match interview with Gable, and he's asked about his height, to which he says his height makes him who he is, and it's okay to be who you are. 
I bet Rich cried. Gable is embracing who he is. We all have insecurities, and you can overcome. I also accept who I am, and he's now referring to himself as, quote, Shorty G. Oh, boy. Is is this the birth of uh, Little Thugonomics, do you think? I, I wish. I hope, because then you're getting the blend of... Then you're getting... The, the rebirth, if you will, of that one time that Kurt Angle was feuding with John Cena and he was doing raps. Yep. Remember that? Oh, that was he so good. He had the jersey. He's like, okay, okay. <laughs> the wars. <laughs> I, if you don't even know about that, if you're a young kid, get on the YouTube. WWE uh, Network or Network. Even. It's probably easier with YouTube. Trust me, the search feature sucks. It's huh. gotten better. But it's not easy, as easy as going into your Google and just typing it in. Yeah. Um, just Google on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Coles and Gray Skype with Hogan. Corey asks oh. Hogan about what he's going to do, about his missing team members. Hogan says, don't even worry about it, brother. Everyone in the locker room are clamoring to be on Team Hogan. He's thinking it's either Shorty G or Ali for Team Captain. Spoiler alert. Hmm. It's a big dog. Uh, Heavy Machinery and The New Day versus Glorious Heels and Revival. Uh, New Day and Heavy Machinery win when Big E and Xavier hit the midnight hour after Big E tags himself in while Otis has Dawson in a hanging vertical suplex. He hands him off, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Bryan will... Daniel Bryan and Roman will face King Corbin and Shinsuke in a tag team match. Kayla catches up to Brian, and he said he's been beat up before, and he doesn't care who says what on Twitter. Grown men arguing over who gets drafted where. He just wants to wrestle. Then we see Bailey backstage. I uh, was getting ready for Ms. TV, and she looked a lot older to me. For a second, she looked older. I'm like, it must be the makeup. Mm-hmm. Uh, we come back to an Ali promo. He's got an insane desire to be the beacon of hope or whatever. Let's find the light in the dark or something. He's bringing the change, and he doesn't mean quarters. Right. <laughs> Miz TV guest Bailey. Miz welcomes his fierce, his fierce next guest. Stupid mm. autocorrect. <laughs> uh, the SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey. She's got Sasha with her. I gotta say, I love it all. I love it. The whole, the whole package is just great. The whole thing. Uh, Banks reminds us that Bailey is the first Triple Crown champ in the women's division. Miz simply asks Bailey why. She says, I don't, the typical, I don't owe any of you a, uh, a, a, a explanation. The usual, I don't owe you an explanation, but I'm going to explain it anyway. Uh, Miz says, what about the kids? Miz says, what are you, Brock Lesnar? Another champion who doesn't talk? Is Sasha your Paul Heyman? Bailey got tongue-tied saying, Bailey buddies. Yeah. Uh, she <laughs> said, F those things. What about me? Her loss at Hell in a Cell was the last straw. Hashtag, what about Bailey? No one was there for her. No hugs or nothing. To which I was thinking, holy shit, she's raving now. And even Sasha didn't hug her, I guess? Yeah, it's like... And she says, this division is lazy. It lacks desire and ambition. Uh, She's tired of being what they want her to be. That she's outgrown them. She asks if people want some inspiration. She's got inspiration for you. Life sucks. And then you die. Bailey's got full dark wow. side. Uh, Nikki Cross comes out and she says, you better shut up. Just talking overtime and it's action. Cause I'm going to win and I'm going to fight you. Uh, remember Dana Brooke while well, she's in the match for some reason. 
And she 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 wants to talk about passion and desire because she's got it all. But guess who else is in here? Fire and desire because they're in it. And uh, Lacey Evans is there too. Uh, Nikki Cross wins with a spinning neckbreaker on Mandy. <laughs> and I think they're calling it the purge again. Sure. And Bailey isn't scared. That's right. Uh, Braun Strowman squashes former cruiserweight uh, champion Drew Gulak. Look. Gulak took the liberty and made 345 slides in his PowerPoint presentation just to help Braun Strowman. And what does he do? He just beats up the poor man. I I was curious as to Drew Gulak's uh I want to know what the strategy on, was. On how to defeat Tyson Fury. Yeah, they should have made that available on .com for whoever wants to see it, which leads me to believe that that wasn't really made. Well, there was like two slides that we saw. We saw two slides. Maybe two. I don't have a count. I have um one. Look, unfortunately, they're trying to build Strowman as a monster again, and it was at Gulak's expense. He's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus Shinsuke and King Corbin. Bryan and Roman win, and when Daniel Bryan counters the Kinshasa with the flying knee, which brings us to the end of last Friday's SmackDown. Yeah, and that was after Roman was announced as uh, captain of Team Hogan. Yeah, brother. It could have been Daniel Bryan, but he's not going over there ever. Yeah, but it was it was also shown that um, Ali and Shorty Gable are on Team Hogan. So, yeah. So, that, so Hogan has his whole team. I think Flair uh, introduces his final member, uh, Drew McIntyre, on Monday Night Raw. Drew McIntyre. Great, great choice. Uh, so Raw opened with a vignette for Seth and the Fiend. Uh, then, Let me in. Yeah. Then Finn comes out, insults the crowd. Not Finn, sorry. Uh, Finn Balor's back, everybody. The Nature Boy. Wait, is it the F? Yeah. Okay. I I was was reading too fast. Finn, Flair. Yeah. Ric Flair comes out, insults the crowd, says his team will beat Hogan's a crown jewel, then announces Drew's last Also, he bullied a specific fan. There's a spot where someone was yelling at us. I was like, like, I knew your mother, or something like that. (laughs) Something like that. Yeah. Uh, Like, basically, look, I fucked your mom or something. Yeah. Starting now. Now. There we go. Uh, then Drew McIntyre beat Ricochet with the Claymore. Post-match, he tossed the Ricochet around some more, finishing him off with the inverted Alabama slam onto the ring steps. By God. By God. I hope he took him out, and then they have to replace him. But as of this writing, they haven't said anything. <laughs> right. Uh, backstage, EOC mocked the Street Profits, saying that the kind of smoke they're looking for is legal in Cleveland, where they are that evening. Yes, yeah, great. That was very good. And <laughs> <laughs> what was the oh Luke Gallows was upset. He's like, What? No. <laughs> uh they're they're really good. Um next, Alistair Black beat Jason Reynolds with the black mask. So Poor Alistair Jason Bla- Reynolds. Alistair, so Alistair Black, his first match on his first singles match on the main roster was against Cesaro. And it was a great match. And it's been jobbers since I could have sworn he fought Sami Zayn also. He, he probably did. Yeah, it was supposed to be Sami Zayn and him at the last pay-per-view before Hell in a Cell. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. they decided to put it on uh, SmackDown or Raw. So you're saying Sami Zayn's not a jobber? Okay. I'm not, not right, saying right, that. So, so Sami Zayn and actual Sami Zayn talent. has a character. Yeah. So Sami Zayn and enhancement ca- talent. Can't they find someone for him to feud with? Everything's a chapter. Yeah, this is a boring chapter for Alistair Black. I like he is so damn good. He is impressively athletic for his height, 
and build. And they got to showcase them. I get what you're saying, but the point of enhancement matches like that is sometimes to get moves over without uh, at, that not being at the expense of like solid characters. So lately he pulled out a submission. So now they're trying to say he's a submission specialist. Yeah, that because he's got one submission. So so wait so it so it's like he taps you immediately. It's a dragon sleeper, but yeah. he holds it with his, locking his hands behind his own back. Well, the patch notes say it works. So okay, that's the version that you're going to have to deal with. I feel like that might theoretically provide a little more leverage. But wouldn't it be harder on the grip? Are we really trying to talk about the legitimacy of submission moves in pro wrestling? Yeah. You know the figure four doesn't work the way that it's supposed to, But right? it hurts. It does. Like, it, it, you could turn... It felt like my shin was breaking. You, it, you're better off doing a heel hook than you are the figure four submission. You know what I mean? Uh, I, t- I tap to the figure four. Uh, it hurts. Tap to a heel hook. I'd probably tap to a heel hook. I'm not. I'm not positive how a heel hook works, but I know it's a legit move, so I. Bl- I believe it. Yeah. Hold on one second. Sorry. You might okay. wanna. Yeah. Huh. Might wanna. I can't do anything. I don't have a thing. I know. Oh yeah! Give us all that boogery goodness. It's just what we want to hear. That's why I'm stepping on the mute button. Oh yeah! So boogery. Oh, it's just me that can hear it. Oh. <laughs> I had to talk over a little bit so I could like, get in. I, I imagine you're just going to edit that out. Oh, am I? I don't know. You don't know what I'm going to do. I'm I unpredictable. I have no I'm idea unhinged. I'm bipolar. We have another AOP vignette where they specify they're on Raw now. Oh, they are? Yeah, that's what they said. Oh. Uh, King's Court with Rusev. Lana and Lashley come on the screen from a restaurant that she wanted Rusev to take her to, but never did. Rusev says he has a message to deliver to Lashley personally. That restaurant needs a dress code because she's dressed like a stripper. Maybe that is the dress code. Didn't look like it from all the other people I saw in there. We'll get to that. Uh, Andrade beats Sin Cara with the Hammerlock DDT. Why is Sin Cara still a thing? But now we know what Sin Cara means for those of us who don't speak Spanish. Remember, Zelina Vega explained it to them. It means without a cara. Yeah, without a cara in the world. <laughs> Backstage, Umberto Carillo tells Charlie Caruso that we... Very good. On which? Carillo? Yeah, because I was going to correct you. I know. Uh, tells Charlie Caruso that when you face Andrade, you also face Zelina Vega. He says Andrade could be the Universal Champion unless he beats him. He says he has a lot to prove, but he'll be champ one day, but not one that plays with fire like Seth Rollins. Which I was like, all right, that that was interesting. That was well. That so, leads you to what happens later. It does. That's obviously specifically what they want, which was a little annoying. Like, don't are be you so, kidding? Don't be. I I wish they wouldn't have to be so transparent. I really feel like they let him say what he wanted, and that was the bullet point that he had to get it connected to having a match with Seth. Maybe because I feel like a guy like that, you give him a script, ain't gonna work out too good, homie. Right. Like right. here's your shot. Paul Heyman. Cool. Monday Night Raw had Paul Heyman written all over it. I like it. Like, anybody that complained about it doesn't like wrestling. Agreed. Because um, that match was fire. That was that was so fire that, like, if we were to talk about that in a text, I would put a fire emoji 
Hmm. That's extreme for me. Because I just like to type. I don't remember. I think it was a good match. I'll get to that eventually. I like to go in the order of the show. Doesn't matter, bro. I go in the order of my thoughts, man. Okay. So backstage, the Super Profit said they found a partner that doesn't like AJ Styles and also... Wants to smoke. smoke. Uh, next backstage, Truth runs into one of the Singh brothers, who, and, while, and the other one rolls him up to win the 24-7 championship. He saw double. He thought there was two of them. Yep. And there were. Little racist. Uh, backstage. It's okay if it's truth, though. Why? Because he's just a wacky guy? Yeah. I guess. I didn't make the world we live in. Right. Backstage, Hawkins and Ryder talked to Sarah Schreiber about their being considered underdogs tonight. And then the Viking Raiders beat them with the Viking experience. At the restaurant that we just spoke about, the manager asks Lashley and Lana to leave because he doesn't want any trouble from Rusev. Because he was on. watching wrestling. Yeah, which, I mean, don't you when you're managing a restaurant? Lashley says Rusev doesn't have the balls to show up. Rusev then attacks Lashley while Lana repeatedly shouts, breaking the law and take him to jail in a restaurant full of bad actors. But the one guy right next to them, still like this, after all everything is done, like still like... He's frozen to, in fear. He's still trying to protect his date. Like, he's got his arms out, like, to block her from something, and That's how you put a protective barrier between your loved one and And, the world. And and the the video camera. And especially the WWE video camera that I'm not supposed to be aware of. Right. (sighs) Bad, bad, bad. Rey Mysterio comes out. Thank the fans, says they'll celebrate. They'll all celebrate when Cain Velasquez takes the title from... Rock Lesnar. Cain Velasquez immune to brand split wherever shows up. Who cares? Right. Uh, Heyman comes on screen to say he wouldn't say what he did if he thought Brock were there. Oh, to say that Ray and Kane wouldn't say what Ray wouldn't say what he did, what he said if uh, Kane if he thought Brock were there. He says Brock's been lusting for revenge for nine years since Kane scarred him. Ray interrupts him and shouts something in Spanish. Shelton comes out, asking if pushing him around earned you a title shot. And proceeds to slap him. Yeah, <laughs> he says he trained Brock in college and roomed with him and that he's his friend. He starts pushing Ray around, but Kane comes out, hits a couple of takedowns with some ground and pound, and locks in a rear naked choke that Shelton taps to. Ah, you missed it, bro. First he hits him, he's like, is that an Intercontinental title shot? Oh, he yeah. hits him again, is that a tag team title shot? That was good. <laughs> Getting a world title shot? <laughs> That was great. I hope that was all Shelton, because that was good. I hope so. Shel- Shelton is so damn talented. Well, I think you have to clear, I'm going to hit you with, like, who you're working with. Well, yeah. Well, probably what you say. Right, yeah. exactly. I hope the, like, what the what he was saying was right. all him. Yeah. Even though he hasn't won a match on Raw in, like, years. <laughs> right. He Shelton is so damn talented. He is so good. Like, he... he he beat every member of Evolution. He's the only guy to beat every member of Evolution. Yeah, but that that happened in a different continuity. Don't matter. It's t- it was when I know, they were Evolution. I know, I'm just letting you know it doesn't matter to them. So next, Seth tells Charlie that he may have gotten inside the Fiend's head by getting to the Funhouse. He says that facing the Fiend changed you forever. He then walks up to Umberto Carillo and says something. He says, sometimes you have to do the right thing whether you like it or not. He then says that he heard that he wants to be champ one day and he can respect that. And offices offers himself up as Carrillo's first Raw opponent. Seth then beats Carrillo with the stomp. Post-match, Seth comes back to the ring to shake his hand. 
That was a good match. It was a good match. It wasn't great, but it was good. Uh, Showed off, got a skill. Yeah. Backstage, Truth pins the wrong Sing brother. He's not racist. He's confused. He just is confused. Uh, then AJ Styles is eje- uh, well, that's the main event, by the way. AJ Styles is ejected from the match for distracting, and while he argues it, Kevin Owens comes out and hits a stunner on AJ, allowing the Street Profits to take control, and the Street Profits beat the OC with a frog splash from the King, Montez Ford. Not official name, by the way. It's just because he wears a crown. He does wear a crown. The, the only king is Corbin and Lawler right now. Yes. And that was raw. All right. Well, that was cool. Um, a lot of wrestling this week. A lot. Yeah. Uh, Crown Jewel's coming up before our next recording. Wait, what? Is Halloween next Thursday? Yep. Oh. Well... Since Crown Jewel is outside of continuity, it's not a title match. That's right. We're not. Yeah. You know, we're we're not competing for the we championship. We could talk about. All right, who do you think is going to win the tag team turmoil match? Honestly, I think it should be a heel tag team. So Team Flair. No, that's not the tag team turmoil match. That's team oh, Hogan I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Team Flair. Yeah, right. uh, this one's for the best tag team champion in the world. Champions. I would say mm-hmm. you do the OC because that's like mm-hmm. their heels. It's and the revivals in it too. So a revival. That's the movie. That, that's the music I had in my head earlier. The, the OC is old music. Mm. The, rather, um, Anderson and Gallows is old music. Um, I think OC makes sense. Bring them in later. Have them fresh. Dirty tactics. Kane versus Brock. Hmm. I'm gonna say no contest. Cause no one gets beat. And they get a good fight. Or Brock. And the rematch is at whatever. Yeah, or maybe Brock with some shenanigans. Mm. Ref bump. Low blow. Hey, you can't use chairs in UFC, but you can use them here when the ref's knocked out. Yeah, I, I think I mentioned, like, it's going to be, you know, Brock knowing the rules, like how to get around in wrestling, whereas yeah. Kane doesn't. Asterisk. Except yeah. for his, you know, work in AAA. Man, I don't. Seth and Fiend. Uh, the Fiend. Fall, falls count anywhere. Versus Seth. For the Universal Championship, with the stipulation that the match cannot be stopped for any reason other than, you know, uh, falls Seth count Rollins anywhere. is going to win. Is false count anywhere? Last man standing. It's false count anywhere. Okay. I just don't see the Fiend with the Universal Championship. Mm-hmm. Plus, they are advertising the Fiend versus Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship at house shows mm-hmm. still. Card uh, subject to change, like past um, crown jewel. Right, but card subject to change doesn't matter. Usually, when that happens, it's lately they've been on a streak where it's been like, like last year, it was the same thing. Like the champion is still the champion. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't see them doing that title change 
overseas. Something's going to... They'll find a way. You don't want... You can't have a championship on a guy that you can't really beat. You know? Because if you can't beat him in a hell in a cell, Mm -hmm. you can't beat him anywhere. Well, there's no saying he couldn't have beaten him. He didn't beat him. He stopped trying, to your point. Yeah, but... That doesn't mean he couldn't. Not in a regular match, then. Because you were allowed to use weapons... Okay. In a hell in a cell. Mm-hmm. But conventionally, he wasn't really able to hurt him. Because he used his finishers. And that got a kick out at one. You know what I mean? One thing he didn't try? Sleep hold. Yes. Don't roll his, your eyes. His only weakness. If you can't breathe, you can't fight. That's right. Well, that's all he has to do then. He's going to suffocate him. No, just make him pass out. He doesn't have to be better than him. He only has to be better than him for three seconds. That's right. Or uh, or the whole arm flop. He's going to cheat. He's going to cheat, but it's not cheating because it's legal. That's right. He's going to find some crafty architecture way to... He's going to build a house on him. He's going he's gonna to pour cement on him. Mm. He's going to make him into the foundations. And all he needs is three seconds in the foundations of the house. Think that match closes the show? I think it should because you're building a house. So, like, you know, it's going to take a while to knock the house down. Well, it depends. Like in Fortnite, you build, you build, keep building, keep building. Do you just build out of, like, lesser mats hmm. if you want to take it down fast? Yeah. Hmm. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> Supposedly, they're not even going to try and bring women over there this time. Good. For a match. I don't know about um, Renee, but... Nah, they're like, look, buddy, just give up. This is not happening. Buddy, please. (laughs) It was a lofty goal. Yeah. Listen, they're like, look, I know you want to be the first at everything, but this is not the thing to be the first at. (laughs) Now take your oil money and go. What do you think was match of the week overall? You just dropped a, a, a weird bomb here. Like, I gotta, um, I gotta think about this. I gotta think about every match I saw, and now everyone's gonna judge me harshly. Four like, shows. What does Five this shows. guy know about wrestling if he Five can't? Shows. So let's process of elimination here. I didn't watch Impact. Um, I don't think NWA Power had the match that I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I like Private Party versus Lucha Bros, but I don't know if I would put that as the best. I would say... Hmm. It wasn't Nakamura versus Roman, although I did kind of have fun watching it. Uh, I guess for me, I'm going to put Umberto versus Seth Rollins. Because I, I, it's, it, it's like that, 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 that was like the, the pace that I wanted in okay. a match. Okay. Yeah. Um, I although I mean the the best friends versus the young bucks was pretty spot heavy. It's a real spot monkey match, and it was really fun. Mm-hmm. But if I want to rein things in, it's going to be Seth Rollins versus Umberto. Yeah, I'm gonna do that one. Uh, for me, it was the triple threat for the North American Championship. All right, cool. Um, oh, that's that's solid. Just for me, it was like uh, you know. I knew how this was going to shake out. Yes, yeah. I knew how 
Alberto as far as Seth is obviously going to strike out, but mm-hmm. I didn't know what like what happened. It to me one on one regular do your things works out a little bit better for me. So NXT or All Elite, which had the better show? Uh, for me, it was All Elite mm-hmm. mostly because there were more things I liked. I liked uh, Joey Janela versus Kenny Omega. Anytime Kenny Omega's on TV, I really like. I like that guy a lot. Because uh, it's new to me still. Like, it's these all these fresh faces. Whereas NXT, it's like, I know some of the faces, but, like, the big thing that happened was at the end. Yeah. With Finn Balor turning. Right. That's what got me talking, but that wasn't enough for me, I guess. But also the surprise no, uh, number one tender match for the women's yeah. championship. Yeah. But it's like like that like that match went exactly as we thought it would. But AEW had better tag team wrestling. Yeah, you know. Okay. Cool. I can't I can't judge on that because I didn't see all elite. Um, yeah, I might be wrong, but that's just my opinion. You know, I mean, who cares? Opinions aren't wrong. It's just either someone's going to agree Subjective. or disagree. Mm-hmm. So, well. For those of you that listen that like to complain, oh, raw this, you know, it's the same. Also, there are pl- what we're trying to uh, get across to you is that there are plenty of other options. Seek them out. Power is really easy to find. NWA Power. Uh, just search it on YouTube. It's right there. They have their own YouTube channel. Also, it's wrestling. What are you so mad about? No, so, some people, some people do that. Also, um, All Elite, easy to find, you know, just set, set your DVR. Or if you have Hulu, it's on there. Right, it's on Hulu also. I hate that it has commercials, pisses me off. But, you know, like, the the options are there. New, this New Japan thing is starting up soon. If you're unhappy with what you're watching... Get a life! Stop watching it. Get a life! There's other wrestling to watch. Go write your own bloody wrestling. Get your YouTube show. If you're complaining that it's too different, then don't complain about what you're watching. What? Because obviously you want something different. What? I'm saying... What? If you're going to complain... What? Don't complain about the other thing being too different. What? Because they're obviously doing something different. What? Which is what you were looking for. What? I'm saying it's what you were looking for. What? What are you looking for? <laughs> I dropped your phone again this week. It's all right. Did break again. The Seven Plus is a very resilient phone. You gotta get a clamp for that. I gotta get like a pop socket and just keep it in my hand like this, so I can read. Eh, that's true. Like I use my my know. pockets aren't deep enough in this monkey suit. <laughs> Literal monkey suit. Literal monkey suit. Because uh, Halloween edition Facebook Booker's podcast. Because we won't be Halloween. filming till the day after Halloween next week. Recording. Yes. Yeah. We don't film. We film with the words. That's right. Yeah. We're the, we're the invisible podcast. You can call it what you want. We use invisible cream on this whole podcast. You're, you're downloading video, but you're only achieving audio. This is the only podcast also available in Imaginavision, where you can <laughs> imaginate everything that you hear. <laughs> oh, man. Exclusively. You know what? We should just, like... We should do VR. We should, like... On the adjust the cover photo for the podcast that it says now in Imagine a Vision. Yeah, right. Where you can imaginate what you hear. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's it. We got to put a trademark on Imaginate. Yes. And Imagine a Vision. Or was it 
Yeah, because like you can visualize it, but audio imagination. I don't know. So I'm telling you how much how much I hate the phrase reimagined. As yeah, what do you like reboot better? No, just redesigned. You redesigned it. No one like no one says no one goes into a project saying I'm going to reimagine the design of this car. Like, okay, let me picture you reimagining. You're sitting there, you're thinking, and you're just imagining. I think again. I think reimagining works when you're doing like if you're reimagining a comic book character, because it was someone's imagination that came up with it, and you're like reimagining. You're using your imagination to uh, do different things with that character. Maybe, but I still hate it. It ju- just say redesign, like reimagine. It's like it's like this this new hipster word for redesigning. Everything. Freaking the Capital One commercial uses it that airs during Raw and SmackDown. Oh, I never noticed. Maybe, well, maybe it's a YouTube TV commercial. The only times I stop for commercials is when I see the dog driving a car. Mm-hmm. You see the dog driving a car, and everybody there's a there's there's a puppy in the baby seat. Yeah, so cool. And Very cute. And there's a truck, and the the the, the puppy's like this, like uh-huh. he wants to do the thing where the truck mm-hmm. driver pulls the horn, mm-hmm. and the truck the truck driver pulls the horn. That's so cool. It's the best. What is the point of want, wanting a truck driver to pull the horn? Because it's a cool sound and you're is a kid. It? I don't know. You're making somebody do a thing. I don't know. I didn't make this. Weird. I think you're too old and salty sometimes. I think it's it's a it's a Midwest <laughs> thing that like I just won't ever get. I've done it once. It's pretty cool. Were you a kid? Uh, maybe. You weren't a kid. How old were you? Doesn't matter. How, come on. Twenty something. <laughs> Just to see. It was cool. Whatever. I don't give a shit. I'm not where, where, where were you? Uh, On a freeway going south. Oh, uh, like you were like out in the Midwest or something somewhere? Sort of. Coming back. Coming back to the to the regular country. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway. Uh, that's it, right? Yeah, we're a wrestling podcast, You do this way. part. I, I, I got this. If you guys want us to make a podcast that's not related, we can always do supplemental when 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 the when the podcast stops. Yeah, we, but we, it's still recording. Yeah, we 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 or we could always just you know sort through stuff. You know, have just one like we'll take what we recorded, sort out the stuff that's not wrestling related. So that'll be the other podcast, and not nah, no, we'll sorry. get like fifteen minutes of actual talk Look, about stuff wrestling. comes up and it comes up. So this this podcast was ninety percent wrestling. What are you talking about? <coughs> it's been a lot of wrestling. I'm not good at ratios, but I think about ninety percent. I'd say at least seventy. All right, definitely. I, I don't know math. So That's maybe, close. Maybe you're right. It's good. So All right. Why don't you do the part? So hit us up on Facebook. You know, follow us, Basement Bookers, on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Basement Bookers. Basement Bookers Facebook is now on season two. Yes. Just so you know, new everything. Got a recent reboot. Jerry on the spot. No, it's Basement Jerry on Twitter, right? Yeah, it's Basement Jerry on Twitter. Basement Jerry on Twitter. Rich is on Twitter. Also, of course, Basement Booker's on Twitter. If you want to email us privately or anything like that, it's basementbookers at gmail.com. Uh, if you are so inclined as to help us out, give us a five-star review or any star review on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play Music, uh, please do so. That would be awesome. Even say a word or two saying these guys are funny 
or they don't know what they're talking about, or what is why do they keep saying it as NWA power? It's because tell like tell tell us there. tell us how you really feel about Rich because he loves it. He loves your feelings, and you know. Tell us what you think about studio wrestling being back. Tell us what you think about people who are stupid cheeseheads. That's a Green Bay thing because of the. No, you got to keep going. You got to keep it going. I right, tell 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 us what you <laughs> tell us what you are or were for Halloween this year. Tell us tell us your shoe size. Tell us your hat size. Tell tell us if you like belts. <clears throat> Do you eat beans? Would you eat beans with John Went? <laughs> George went. George went. <laughs> I'm so glad you knew that <laughs> reference. That's great. <laughs> oh, Animaniacs was awesome. Do you like George went? Would you like Would to you take eat- a survey? <laughs> Would you like to take a survey? Take time to to tell us how you really feel about the leftist agenda to control media. What do you think of the guy that you got to play Peter Parker in The Amazing Spider-Man? What do you think Iron Man's wearing under that suit? answer will surprise you well if it's in iron man 2 i think i think we know it was nothing because he peed into the suit yeah because he let us know what he does with the pee because people ask him Mm -hmm. how that works that too oh man also he was really drunk it'd be really cool if like he pees in the suit and he somehow makes it that iron man does like the triple h spit but it's with his urine oh people oh Oh, geez i think Tell us if you think that would be uh, considered chemical warfare. <laughs> I think so. Okay. Got to be high alcohol content on that. Would you like to uh, give them the message? The match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the bookers. Leave a review. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars.